All right. Well, listen, I just got a little Easter speech for you today. A little Easter speech on Christmas. We're in a series called Tis the Season. And I'm telling you now, our ability to successfully accomplish our purpose is tied and tethered to our ability to discern seasons. Solomon says, learn from the ant who doesn't act like it's summer when it's winter. Does that make sense? And who doesn't act like it's winter when it's summer? And so there are times where we need God will cause and call people to announce to us that a season has changed. And uh, there's a word I want to share this morning. And it's found in the gospel, the good news about Jesus. It's found in the gospel of Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Says this, in the month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin to be pledged and married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. I want to stop reading right there. I want to talk from this subject in our time together. Tis the season for favor. I'm, I'm trying to find people. See? You got it, Tony. Listen, faith takes personal possession of God's promises. Got me? So faith takes, so when a promise is released, faith says, oh, that's mine. So when we say stuff like, I receive it, we're saying, if nobody else does, I'm going to take personal possession of that promise for my life. So I'm going to say it one more time and see how your faith responds. Tis the season for favor. There it is. There it is. There it is. Family, we are coming to the conclusion of a season uh, on the Christian calendar known as the Advent season. The word Advent, I teach you this every year, has roots in a Latin word Adventus, and it simply means coming. So the Christmas season is a season designated to celebrate the coming of our Christ. And I don't know about you, but I believe I got some people in that chat and some people that are in this room that are glad he came. Listen to me, because when he comes in, some things have to go out. Is there anybody watching? Anybody in this room? that can look back over your life and recall some things that had to go out when he came in. Because when he comes in, he never comes in alone. You want to talk about Santa Claus. You want to talk about a bag. He brings a bag with him filled with blessings that help us handle the burdens in our lives. 
It's the coming of Christ. It is the Christ mass. And although this season, joy to the world, the Lord has come, should be a season, as Pastor Shemika mentioned, uh, that's filled with joy and peace. It is often, though, infested with chaos and crisis. Instead of sensing peace, let's keep it real. I said, can we keep it real? You, are, you have entered into a no-cap community, right? Here it is. Instead of sensing peace, many people are often during this season chronically crushed by pressure. People not feeling peace. They're feeling pressure. Pressure. Pressure to meet demands that are often unhealthy, illogical, unbiblical, and unrealistic. Pressure. Pressure to get something for everyone without disappointing anyone. Pressure. Pressure to make multiple visits to multiple homes with limited time. Pressure. Pressure that comes from extra expenses but not having extra income. Pressure. Pressure to eat food cooked by people. <laughs> You're not eating, baby. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not hungry. <laughs> See, come on, let me go to this side over here. Let me preach to the camera. You walking in, who, who cooked that? Oh, I don't want it. I don't. But you know, I'm going over here, but I'm going to eat before I go. So. Somebody say pressure. Pressure, let me see. This is really the 1130, but I think some people in the chat going to feel me here. Uh, this, this really, I would make this point at the 1130, but we got a few 1130 people in here, and I know they in the chat, so... I'm going to just say this for them because I know it's not for y'all. Pressure. Because you picked up somebody during cuffing season. <laughs> and now you got to buy something during Christmas season. <laughs> Pressure. Everywhere we turn, pressure. In the grocery store, pressure. In traffic lines, pressure. Trying to balance budgets, pressure. As opposed to this being a season where we are experiencing extraordinary peace, many of us are experiencing unusual pressure. And I am telling you the only way to manage the grind of this season is through the gift of our Savior. You see, our Savior is a gift, but he also brings gifts with him. So we need to look not only at the gift he is, but also the gifts he brings. Because when you get him, you get what comes with him. He's not just a prince. He is the prince of peace. So when you get the prince, come on, you can get some peace. In the midst of this season of pressure, I want you to know that your prince is a peacemaker. And he will make peace with any and everything that's disturbing your peace. He will arrest that 
which is arousing your anxiety. It doesn't have to be cool, calm, and copacetic around you as long as you've got the prince in you and the prince of peace in you will give you a peace that passes all understanding that you can't explain based on what's going on around you. I'm praying, I'm going to see where your faith is. I'm praying that God will give you a peace that don't make sense. Y'all aren't talking to me. Put some fire in that chat. I said, I'm praying that God will give you peace that confuses you. That when other people ask you why you are not overwhelmed with anxiety, you don't even know. You just have to say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. How come you're not stressed? I don't know. How come you're not crying? I don't know. How come you're not overwhelmed? I don't know. But there's something on the inside that's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. So we must be intentional in not just celebrating the gift. We need to be intentional in receiving the gifts that the gift brings. And this text I just read in Luke is an amazing example of what I'm attempting to articulate. This text begins with an angel, a messenger from God, making an announcement to Mary that arouses anxiety. How do you know, Darius? Because in verse 29, it says that Mary was deeply troubled. Is that what it says? She was troubled. She was not excited. She was filled with anxiety. Her peace is disturbed. She's confused. She's concerned. And she's conflicted. Because God has announced to her what he wants. And we automatically assume that just because God wanted it for her that she wanted it. What God is doing in this moment with Mary is exposing and unveiling her destiny. But the exposure and the unveiling of her destiny is bringing severe disruption to her life. Her life now is disrupted. So she doesn't get the wedding she dreamed about. Y'all, okay. Come here. Come here. I said she doesn't get the wedding she dreams about now. The, the wedding she feels entitled to. She doesn't get that. She doesn't get to decide that we're going to get married, travel the world three years, then have children. Did you hear what I said? She didn't get to say, I'm going to wait until I finish my master's before I start my family. See, many people say they want a revelation of destiny. But destiny is disruptive. It will disrupt your norm. It will disrupt your flow. It will disrupt your preferences. God will have you in places you never thought you would be in. And God will have you doing things you never thought you would do. Am I talking to anybody online, anybody in this room that can look back over your life and say, 
Yeah, that's been some disruption. God's good, but I didn't think I'd be here. Y'all not. God's been faithful, but I had no idea it would be like this. Are y'all all right? Here it is. I won't be long here. Here it is. Don't, don't miss this. This is interesting. The text says she's deeply troubled by an announcement from an angel. This announcement from an angel about her assignment arouses anxiety. So he makes one announcement and that arouses anxiety. Then he makes another announcement and that addresses the anxiety. One announcement creates peace. I mean, watch this. One announcement, excuse me, removes her peace. The other announcement restores her peace. What's, what's, here it is. <laughs> You're getting ready to have a baby. What? So... You mean I waited all my life to have this man? And this is a good man? Joseph has done nothing to nobody. Joseph got a job. He a carpenter, so he manly. Because that's what some of you want. Some of you want a sweet, sophisticated articulate, um, um, empathetic thug. That's what you want. Dog. That's what, that's, 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 that's what, that's exactly what you want. A God-fearing, empathetic, family-oriented, praying, hard-working, manly thug. Mary's like, we can't mess this up. Men like this don't come around often. I want us to see how disruptive. I think, I think we're just so sanctified. This story that you rob it of its richness that we don't take into account how disruptive this was to this woman's life. Now, I love this because he makes one announcement that removes the peace. He makes another that restores the peace. What's the announcement that restores it? He not only makes an announcement of pregnancy, he makes an announcement of favor. Y'all, come on. The text says, one translation says, blessed and highly favored. Said God has favored you. So the pregnancy removed the peace, but the favor restored it. 
You didn't hear what I just said. Here it is. Here it is. He's, he's saying, Mary, you can have peace because you got favor. You can have peace because you got favor. I know you have a lot of questions. I don't have the answers to all those questions. But I do have the one answer you need to make it through this season of uncertainty. And that is you favor. Joseph might leave me, but you favor. People might talk about me, but you favor. Doors might close on me, but you favor. My reputation may be ruined, but you favor. I don't know who I'm talking to in here today who's dealing with some questions and you're walking through a season of uncertainty. I came to tell you I don't have the answer to all of those questions, but I do have one answer to one question that will help you navigate through this season of uncertainty, and that is favor is on your life. Notice now, the angel tells her she's favored before she's pregnant. You got it, Kim. Congratulations on your degree, by the way. <laughs> Business management while working a job. Y'all not talking to me. I said, Kim, you've been outside all summer. I've been saying working in school. Listen, I love it. Don't miss this family. If you with me online, say I'm here. Say it in the room too. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, should I say this? What? Not we here. <laughs> she gets the announcement of favor before she gets the announcement of pregnancy. So her feet are not swelling. She has no morning sickness. She has no unusual cravings for food. But the angel said, you're not showing, but you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm trying to see who caught that revelation. It says, you're not showing, but you're pregnant. People can't see it, but you're pregnant with something. Y'all not talking to me in here? He, 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 says, he says, listen, you have no morning sickness, no swelling, no signs, but I want you to know just because you aren't showing doesn't mean it isn't there. Favor makes you believe it even when you're not showing. I don't have to be showing the praising. Just give me a little time. What's on the inside? It's going to start showing up on the outside. Favor. I know, I, know, I know many of you who are tracking with me, you're saying, Darius, I understand what you're saying here, and I understand how this applies to Mary. But how does it apply to me? Darius, you believe in teaching the Bible. The Bible says that he said, marry you favor. Darius, the Bible says that the angel told Mary she was favored. He didn't tell me I was.
Well, I want you to see evidence all throughout scripture that this isn't an anomaly and that this isn't God's plan. Watch this just for Mary. It's God's plan for everybody who got Jesus in them. Y'all missed it. You got it. (laughs) Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary had Jesus in her. So she had a favor. Come on. And this is God's plan for everybody that has him in them. If you got him in you, then you got favor. Because favor isn't just what he gives. Favor is who he is. The only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. What is grace? Grace is unearned favor. So if he's full of grace, he's full of favor. And if you're full of him, he's in you. Yeah, all throughout scripture we see it. In Genesis chapter 6, verse number 8, we see this. But Noah found favor. (laughs) Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. In Esther chapter 2, verse 17, it says, Now the king was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women, and she won his favor. 1 Samuel chapter number 2, verse 26 says, And the boy Samuel continued to grow in stature and in... Watch this. With the Lord and with men. Okay, with my faith... I'm trying to see who grabbed that. I'm trying to say, see who received that. Say, not just favor with God, favor with people. And watch this. God doesn't just give you favor with any kind of people. God gives you favor with people that are necessary for your assignment. So if you don't have favor with them, you don't need favor with them because God's not going to use them to open the door. You do know they're not the only one that can open the door. They're not the only one that can give you the contract. They're not the only one that can get you in the room. Favor will bring the right people into your life. Now watch this. Some of you are saying, Dr. Darius, it's not going to work because some people are so insecure that they don't want to open doors for me or some people are so intimidated or some people are so emotionally unhealthy that that they got this toxic trait where they attempt to sabotage anybody else that's trying to be successful so so they're never going to show favor to me no no daniel chapter one verse nine says now god had caused come on on my screen god had caused the official to show favor Y'all missed it. It said God made him. God caused him to show that it wasn't his intent to do it. That he would not have done it without divine intervention. But God will make people that don't like you bless you. He caused him. He caused him. I'm going to afflict them with temporary insanity where they act illogically for a season. 
and open a door for you that needs to be open. And by the time they come to their senses and try to retract what they did, it's too late now. Somebody shout, it's too late now. You should have got me before I got in the door. It's too late now. I got five minutes and 56 seconds. Y'all all right? Favor isn't just for Mary. Favor's for me. Favor's for anybody that's got Jesus in them. <laughs> Let's get on the same page. When I say favor, what do I mean here? Favor is unearned unexplainable, uncommon treatment. It's unearned. This is for everybody that feels like your morality is the determinant regarding whether or not you get favor. This is for anyone that assumes your education is the avenue that determines whether or not you arrive at favor. This is for anyone who thinks your pedigree is the only path that can get you to favor. It's, a, it's unearned. It's a grace gift. That's what makes it amazing. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Whenever you hear grace, think favor. It's unearned, it's unexplainable. It means that there is no level of reasoning or rationale to justify why you got it. God just did it because He wanted to. I'm getting ready to speak to somebody in this room today and tell you this next thing God's getting ready to do. He's going to do it because he wants to. Why did he pick me? Because he wanted to. Why did he call me? Because he wanted to. Unearned, unexplainable, uncommon. Uncommon treatment. Uncommon, unusual. It ushers you into being an exception. I think I taught at least 12 weeks on this a few years ago in a series called Water Walkers. Remember that? Yeah. And I taught about the principle of exception. What happens with them does not dictate and determine what happens with me. Y'all not talking to me? Yeah. That past examples are not an accurate indication of my future possibility that God is a God that work an anomaly that I don't need God to have done it for everybody I just need God to do it for me the exception and that's what favor brings that's what Mary experienced. And it's one thing, family, to understand this. It's another thing to appropriate it. All the promises of God, including salvation, are accessed by faith. That's why every year we lean into the faith message because nothing I teach works without it. 
that you'll have a notes app or a notebook filled with notes regarding things you never experienced because it is faith that is the currency of the kingdom that gets you what's been promised. Did you hear what I said? So it means that I can understand peace and not walk in it if I don't have faith. Got me? Just like salvation is available to the world, it's given by grace, favor, undeserved favor, saved by grace and faith, right? Undeserved favor. It's available to the whole world, but the whole world doesn't experience it because only those who believe in it access it. The same thing with peace that passes all understanding. The same thing with joy unspeakable, full of glory. The same thing with no weapon forming against you shall prosper. The same thing with being more than a conqueror. Some weapons are prospering, not because God's not good on his word. We're not good in faith. So all the promises of God are accessed by faith, including salvation. And so is favor. When we released for it, release faith for it, we not only receive the gift of favor, we also receive the, receive the gifts that favor brings. I got one minute and seven seconds. Can I give you all three of them? Yeah. All right, here it is. Number one, this is what you got to release faith for this. Number one, if you got favor, favor brings you peace. Yeah. Did you hear what I just said? If, if Favor is what can bring me peace. And many times we are asking for other things that we think will bring us peace. And God's like, I can give you peace when you don't have those other things. If you know you got favor. <clears throat> Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, the things that are disturbing your peace are things that you know will be addressed. Because the favor of God is on your life. Here it is. That, that while we're trying to figure it out, God has already worked it out. See, what, what many of us in the kingdom are settling for is we're settling for an inferior type of peace. Jesus makes a distinction when he says, my peace I leave with you, not peace as the world gives. So he says, what, I, what I'm trying to give you is not what your friends have. And if all you're searching for is what your friends have, you're getting ready to settle for something. That's less than what I want to give you. I want to give you what they have. He says, no, he said, I, I want to give you a different kind of peace, not, not peace as the world gives. I, 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 watch this. I, I want you to just have peace from God. He said, I want you to have a peace of God. And the peace of God, the peace that's a part of God's nature, the peace of God. Yeah, that, that, that's a different kind of peace. It's a peace that's supernatural in its source, superior to your reasoning, and separates you from the unbeliever and nominal Christian. I had this on my preaching calendar a couple years ago. I'm going to have to circle back around maybe and, and pull up on it in 2022. This series I'm going to do called Christian-ish. I'm a Christian. You can a Christian-ish. You know, you kind of, sort of. And there's no judgment. Only God knows a person's heart. But this is, watch this. The Bible does say God is agitated by apathetic Christians. You kind of, God said, no, 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 no. He said, this is what I want. How to cope. 
Am I teaching a book? He said, I would rather you be hot or cold. He said, if you are lukewarm, I'll spit you out. He said, I'm, too, I'm way too good for you to be sometimey. Y'all not, y'all. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. He said, he said, I'm, I'm way, I'm way too faithful to you for you to be trying to figure out whether or not you want to be with me. He said, I, 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 I want you to be hot or cold. Come back when you're ready. Let me. Come on now. Some of us are that way in our relationships. Like, are you ready or not? What you doing? I'm too grown to be playing games. We're not in high school. I got a mortgage. I got responsibility. I got bills. I got a kid. Come here, Fantasia. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead. God's like, you can't get what I promised for you when your Christianity's nominal and there's just apathy. Favor brings you peace. Now, y'all ready for number two? If you're ready, say yes. I, 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 hope, I hope you feel this one. Favor brings you partnerships. When the angel's talking to Mary, the angel tells Mary, your cousin Elizabeth is also with child. And the Bible says Mary goes to visit Elizabeth and the baby that was on the inside of Elizabeth started leaping. And the baby that was in Mary started leaping. God's going to send you partnerships that make your baby leap. Y'all not talking to me. He's going to send you some people, watch this, that understand and are not intimidated by your assignment. Some people are adversarial to your assignment because they don't understand it. God's going to give you a divine partnership. And you don't need a whole bunch of Elizabeths. You just need one. Somebody say, just one, just one. Just, just give me one rider. Just give me one. Just give me one. I'm out of here, Tario. Favor brings you peace. Number two. <laughs> Favor brings you partnerships. It's Christmas, y'all. I got to go to the other location. But before I leave, I got to give you number three. Favor brings you prophetic fulfillment. Many people live in the season of prophetic announcements where they say God's getting ready to God's going to, God's about to, but when you move, 
to a season of prophetic fulfillment. God moves you from he's about to till it's all already done. Good morning, changer. May the Lord bless you real good. But before I leave you, I got one thing to tell you. It's all ready done. Your healing, it's all ready done. Your breakthrough, it's all ready done. And you don't have to wait till the battle's over. But you, I said you, 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 you can shout right now. Is there anybody here? 